2: So, welcome to this episode of the Rockspile Rockies Report brought to you by rockspile.com. My name is Kevin Henry, one of the co experts of the site, and pleased as always to be joined by my friend and fellow co expert, Noah Yingling. Noah, how are you today? Pretty good. How are you? Hey, doing well. Doing well over here on the East Coast. Uh, you know, so in the same time zone as you for once. So not a bad thing at all. So glad we can uh talk a little bit. And speaking of East Coast, uh, you know, we're gonna talk a little bit today about those Washington Nationals, those Hararo Para led Washington Nationals uh sing Baby Shark with us now, everybody. So uh, you know, and, and uh, gotta gotta give a little shout out uh, to Ryan Spielberg's as well as a couple other folks who have been talking about how that this magical run that the Nationals have been on since seemingly dead in the water in May, uh, does it compare to the '07 Rockies and that magical October run that all of us remember and uh, has been such a big part of Colorado Rockies lore? And I know Noah, uh, you know, we before we got on here, I know that you found a few things statistic-wise that I want you to dive into here in a few minutes. But let's start off looking at those comparisons, even in terms of the layoff between the time that the uh, Nationals clenched and the World Series versus the 07 Rockies uh, clenching and going on to the World Series.
0: And, and you know, yeah, go ahead. With both of them being swept, you, you have both teams have really big layoffs.
2: Yeah, so the the Nationals, just so everybody knows, they clinched on a Tuesday. The following Tuesday is when the World Series will be uh, scheduled. And, Noah, I know you and I were talking, there was even a longer stretch for the Rockies uh, than, than a week, if everybody remembers right.
0: Yeah, it was, what, nine, ten days? Yeah, and that's, that's part of the reason why I think it led to their demise in the World Series, because, I mean, they went over a week without playing.
2: Yeah, you get such you get on such a roll, like the Nationals are right now, like the Rockies were in 07, and all of a sudden you're waiting for that other opponent. Now you know who knows what's going to happen with the Astros and Yankees, and if the Yankees can can come back and extend the series at all. But either way, we know the World Series will not begin until Tuesday the twenty fourth. So, yeah, the Nationals are getting ready to face a layoff. And, and like you said, it, uh, it's certainly something that uh, Rockies fans will look back on and say, well, that contributed a lot to the Red Sox sweep in the World Series.
0: Yeah, and that's part of the thing in my area with the Indians, because the Red Sox faced the Indians in that ALCS. Um, and, of course, the Indians have not won a World Series in over 70 years now that a lot of people look back to that series because the Indians had a 3-1 lead like the Astros do right now. Now, whether they lose the series or not obviously remains to be seen. But for the Indians, if they could have secured one victory in three games, then you very well could be talking about the 2007 Cleveland Indians being world champions. Mind you, on that team – oh one player on that team that was down, uh, that was up 3-1 and uh blew it, and, one t- uh, and he's on the team right now that's down 3-1 and hoping to come back and was injured last night wow. in his final, yep. what could be his final game in Yankee Stadium, is C. Spathia. and he was the ace on the Indians that year. In fact, I, if I remember correctly, he actually won the Cy Young Award that year um so that's an, an interesting thing between the two teams there um but yeah with 2007 that that's something with 2007 and 2016 with Indians fans <laughs> both times they had 3-1 leads Both times they did not win. And
2: and let's face it, there's that kindred spirit between the Rockies and Twitter, not only between uh, us uh, running the the site and where you live, but also uh, we know that those are two of the best uh, Twitter uh, uh, handles at all in Major League Baseball. The Rockies and Indians, when they get into a love fest, it's a beautiful thing on Twitter. I'm just saying. (laughs)
1: So, (laughs) hey, I know
2: you found some really interesting stats uh, between the 07 Rockies and the 19 Nationals. And I was wondering if you'd share those with our audience uh, so they can kind of see, again, that parallel. It's not only just about the schedule between those two uh, franchises, but also moving forward as
0: well. So, starting off the season for both teams, they were terrible. Really no other way to put it. And especially with the Nationals, through May 23rd, they were 19 and 31. So so they had a 380 winning percentage in their first 50 games. Their team ERA was close to five. It was 494. For the 07 Rockies through May 21st, for the Nationals, as I mentioned, it was May 23rd. For the Rockies through May 21st, they were 18 and 27, which is a 400 winning percentage. So for both teams, roughly equivalent wow. to a hundred-loss team, um, and the Rockies had a team ERA of an even five. After that, for the Nationals, so starting with May twenty-fourth, so we're roughly talking Memorial Day, they were seventy-four and thirty-eight, which is a six-sixty-one winning percentage, which is about a hundred and uh, equivalent to a hundred and seven hundred and eight-win team for an entire 162-game schedule. Um, They did that in 112 games, and their team ERA dropped. um, In that span, it was 398. So it dropped from 494 to 398. So you can essentially say a run. For the Rockies, May 22nd and after, they were 72-46, and which is a 621 winning percentage, so not as high of a winning percentage. They also played six more games, um, but their team ERA dropped from an even five to 4.06. Again, about another run of a drop. Also, too, between the two teams, uh, for the Rockies, we all know about their October streak to, to get into the wild card, where they won 14 yep. out of their last 15 games. The Nationals had to do essentially the same thing. Because they won 10 out of their last 11 games. And if you go back to September 11th, they they went 14-5 and five in their last 19 regular season games. And that was to get the first NL wildcard spot, of course. In 07, there was only the one wildcard spot. And the Rockies had to play a one-game playoff for that spot, which the Nationals had a scheduled one-game playoff, obviously. In '07, there was no game, there was no wildcard game. So it's interesting to see some of the similarities between the two teams, and th- they were essentially at the same point around Memorial Day. Both teams turn it around and play well over 100-win baseball, uh, uh, equivalent to 100-win baseball for a whole season by winning percentage. Their team ERA dropped about a run. Each, and they happen to sneak in because they had great winning streaks at the end. And for the Nationals, in that 19 game stretch that I mentioned, they were playing pretty good teams. They played the Twins, 100 win team that went to the playoffs. They played the Braves. They played the Cardinals. They did have three <laughs> against Miami, which obviously they were not a playoff team. They played the Phillies and then they played the Indians Phillies and Indians didn't make it but the Indians nearly made it Phillies were floundering at that point but still they were around 500 but I mean still they faced the Twins Braves Cardinals for the Rockies at the end of the 07 season they played the Dodgers which the Dodgers Mind you, they are not the Dodgers of this decade. They were in fourth place in 2007. Yep. And they were 82-80 and to finish off. Um, They played the Marlins. They played the Padres. They played the Dodgers again. They played the Diamondbacks. And then, of course, the one-game playoff against the Padres um, for Game 163. But the Diamondbacks went to the playoffs because they won the division. They had a three-game series against the Padres. Who they had to face for the one-game playoff, so Definitely. they had to face some good teams as well, and both teams played yeah, really and, well. Down and you the know it was
2: funny. I, I heard on a sports talk show how they were talking about how that you know everybody wants uh, in college basketball. You always want to be playing your best basketball, getting close to March Madness, so that you hit to the, the you know the conference tournament, and the uh, NCAA tournament at a high point. And same thing goes, maybe you could say with, with baseball as well. Certainly it did with these that they were playing some of their base baseball right at the end. Uh, now obviously be curious to see what happens uh, with this layoff at the nationals, like we've discussed as well. Um, but it's also fascinating to me that, uh, let's remember back to Davey Martinez was on the big time hot seat about all this. Uh, you know, back in May. I mean, they were calling for his head in Washington, D.C., no question about it. Uh, And then, you know, you mentioned them playing the Phillies and the Indians, and if I remember right, Washington actually was the team that eliminated both of those from playoff contention. Uh, So, you know, again, yeah, so again, you're going through good teams to get there. That's correct. So you're getting a little bit battle-tested at the end, like those seven Rockies did. Now the question becomes what kind of impact will sitting around and waiting have on such a hot streak that you've had?
0: And, I mean, if you think about it, for the Nationals in a essentially two-and-a-half-week period, they eliminated the Phillies, they eliminated the Indians, they eliminated true. the Brewers, point. they eliminated the Dodgers, they eliminated the Cardinals. Yeah,
2: Baby Shark has
0: been, been two, shone two in the weeks water game. for Baby Shark, it
2: seems like, lately with all these teams coming in, I tell you. So, uh, you know, it, it, it goes back to the point, and and you made it a minute ago, how how pitching <laughs> makes such a difference this time of year. And certainly we have seen, with especially in the Cardinal series, my God, uh, how that they shut down the St. Louis offense. And, again, flashing back to 07 and all the difference that pitching made, not only during that Rocktober run, but also – uh, into the postseason as well, and what a difference that that made for the Rockies.
0: Yeah, and you saw it too with the um, with the Nationals in their final eleven games that they won ten of eleven. They had a team ERA of three twenty seven, and I mean, like I said in the first fifty games, they had their team ERA was five. And in their last 112 games, it was still 398. In their last 11, it was 327. So it seemed to get better as time went. And then the Rockies, I mean, considering they were pitching games just at the very end of the, what I would consider the steroid era in 2007. And I mean, granted, you still have the humidor and all that at Coors Field. Winning 14 wow. of their last 15 games, the Rockies had a team ERA of 313. So, obviously, they were pitching pretty well, too. I mean, th- a 313 ERA in 2007 is pretty good, let alone pitching of those 15 games. That's impressive. Uh, one, I mean, seriously, two, three, and, and, nine and you of think them back to this field. year's
2: Rockies, and certainly, you know, even go back to the two playoff runs. Uh, you know that that how 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 would we be to switch out pitching and say yeah we'll take this instead and what difference that would have made in in the results it's incredible
0: yeah and both teams too for the Nationals and Rockies they swept their opponent in their respective NLCS and. Particularly for the Rockies, it was not because of their offense. Their, uh, their offense in the NLCS hit 222 with a 316 on base percentage and a 311 slugging. So their slugging percentage was below their on base yeah. percentage, which usually is your first sign that, that the offense is not doing particularly well. But they hit well with runners on base because they scored four and a half runs a game. In the series, but they pitched to a 189 ERA in the NLCS, and that's how they got to the World Series for the Nationals. They they hit better, particularly in the last two games um, of the... NLCS then the Rockies did in 07 because they ended up hitting 274, 327 Jeez. on base and wow. 415 slugging. Well, and, and as we discussed, uh, you you check
2: it out on the website, uh, the majority of Rockies fans have said that they are going to pull for Washington, uh, not only just because of the similarities of the Rocktober run of 07, but also Gerardo Parra's huge part of that. Uh, but uh, 66% said that they were going to pull for the uh, um, Nationals if they get into a matchup with the Yankees now at this moment as we record this on Friday afternoon that doesn't seem very likely uh, certainly things can happen but uh, so now our next thing is that we're going to send out a Twitter poll asking about the uh, are you going to cheer for Para and the Nationals over the Astros uh, you know and uh, see if there's any uh, correlation there my guess is that uh, people will still uh, pull for Para and the Nationals.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and that would be my guess, too, because there's the similarities between the two teams and between the 07 Rockies. And uh, people might not have even realized it before they saw the tweets or maybe even before this podcast. Um, But also, too, another similarity between the two teams. Yep. The Rockies had never been to a World Series before two thousand and seven, and now it's been their only World Series. Um, for yep. the Nationals, this is the first time in their franchise history, even going back to the Expos days of getting to the World Series. Isn't that because crazy. the last time the city of yeah, DC and, and it's, it's funny had a World yeah, Series. It, it's funny, was and uh, years you know,
2: we've we've seen this. Let's be honest, you know at Coors, we've seen this when when Rocktober yeah. comes around, and everything else. But I can tell you whenever I've gone to D.C. with the Rockies uh, for a series there, it's maybe half full. And all of a sudden I turn on the TV and it's all these rabid fans waving towels and everything. And I'm like, where were you all, uh, you know, back in the middle of the season? Uh, it's, it's always interesting uh, to see how the bandwagon gets really full uh, the deeper that people get into
0: the postseason. And that's how it was with Oakland, too. I mean, uh, even in September, you watch games in Oakland, and you're like, okay, why is there 10,000 people there? And then for the wild card game that they had there, it's like you, you couldn't fit another pencil in there because it's just a yeah, the they come out for one game a 50, year 000, yep it's the wild card 5, all right now we're there. so and yeah, all it's, it's
2: fascinating where were you at <laughs> so oh man hey Noah, good good research good stuff and hopefully a lot of people now see the uh, the correlation between the 07 Rockies and those 19 Washington Nationals so appreciate you coming on as Terrence on this man yeah
0: Yep, and also, too, one last point about the wild card well, game with I, Oakland. I, I mean, there was 54,000 people As long as he was Maybe wearing the parachute came pants, Maybe CMC Hammer right throughout the first so. pitch. I mean, who knows?
2: <laughs> uh, well, well, here's hoping uh, all of you are not wearing parachute pants today. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. <laughs> Always cool to go back in history a little bit and relive uh, that magical Rocktober run and kind of see a redone here with the Washington Nationals. So. Uh, for my colleague friend and uh, fellow co-expert Noah England Kevin Henry for Rockpile make sure you check us out rockspile.com uh, we're putting new stuff up every day throughout the offseason getting you ready for what's to come with the 2020 Rockies and with that in mind hey as always we say go Rockies Get you ready for